0: Hell with this. I'm going to make a cup of tea. Jane watched Paula's retreating back. Damn, she thought. Now she's pissed off with me. Milk, no sugar, she called, just to keep the conversation going. I'll get a chain for the door tomorrow, OK? And report last night to the police. OK, OK. Jane took another swipe at the wall. It was almost finished. After a moment, Paula came back out of the kitchen. And promise you'll phone them the instant he comes back. That too. Promise? Promise. Nothing that night. Nothing the night after. Jane started to think it had been a one-off. The night after that, she was putting a poster up by the front door when she heard the noise again. She turned and saw his eyes. Blue eyes in a strip of white skin. She got an impression of thick eyebrows... Heavy cheekbones. The moment dragged on. I'm out of his line of sight, she thought. The chain, purchased the day before, lay on the kitchen table. Despite her promise to Paula, she had forgotten to fit it. Idiot, she thought fiercely at herself. She heard him say something, but the door muffled the sound. It was enough to break the spell, though. Fuck off, you bastard, she shouted was pleased at how strong her voice sounded. The letterbox swung shut. She reached for the phone and punched 999, was appalled at how long it took first to get an answer, then to be put through. What do I say? She wondered as she waited. Please, someone just came and looked through my letterbox, but he's gone now, so it's all right? I think someone is trying to break into my flat, she said when they would let her. She listened numbly as the police telephonist told her someone would be there soon that she must not let anyone in. She stood by the door until the police arrived. Three of them, two men and a woman, not much older than she was. Not much we can do without a description, love, one of the men said. Once you've got the chain fitted, you could try opening the door to get a look at him, said the other. Sure, Jane thought, sure. If you could keep him talking for a while, we might have a chance to get here before he goes, said the first man. The main thing is to keep calm and not do anything that might make him angry. I don't want to frighten you, but if he decides to hang about... Christ, that never even occurred to me. Jane made a conscious effort to unclench her fists, noting the sharp look the woman gave him. We'll catch him sooner or later, love, the woman said. We've got a very strong presence on this estate. Just give us time. That night, she dreamed of him. His eyes, caught by the moonlight, stared out of the darkness at her. Giant shadows jumped on the green walls behind him as he came towards her. Light glinted on the knife he carried. Her foot slid on the stair and she fell, twisting towards him. His mouth opened and he started to speak, but she knew she must not listen. Her scream cut the night. She woke, trembling and sweating, and did not sleep again. Jane slept late the next day. When she did get up, she was gritty-eyed and irritable. She wandered from room to room in the flat as if it were a cage. She couldn't bring herself to do any more painting or unpacking, and she knew she ought to fit the chain on the door. She ended up slumped in the sofa, drinking cup after cup of tea. All her energy had gone. A job application stared up at her from the coffee table. There were vacancies for assistance at the local library. She had been really excited when she saw the advert. Now she felt that even trying to fill out the form was tantamount to asking for a kick in the teeth. She was supposed to meet Paula in the pub at seven. She thought about calling her to cancel, but she knew it would lead to an argument. Paula would ask about the chain. She knew it. She hauled herself up and forced herself to fit it. It took far longer than she had expected, what with trying to line the two halves of it up and sorting out the right screws. Oh, sod this, she muttered, then wondered if he were on the other side of the door listening. She did get it done in the end and immediately felt much more secure. At least the door was the only way into the flat. She grinned. She'd make it a fortress if she had to. The hallway outside was empty, Jane shivered as she fumbled to double-lock her door. The fluorescent light cast harsh, multiple shadows on the institutional green walls.